Hello and welcome to Winter is Crappening, a Game of Thrones podcast, a House of the Dragon podcast. I still haven't, after seven episodes, still have not pivoted to saying House of the Dragon instead of Game of Thrones. I'm Ben Mandelker. Joining me today is a man who may have stolen a dragon last night. Hey, it's Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? You can't steal a dragon. It's like they say, you can't steal a husband. He has to want to go. Okay? <laughs> That's you true, You can't steal actually. a dragon. It has yeah. to want it. We should put some blame on that dragon. I feel like everyone's yeah. like, that kid stole the dragon. But, like, uh, how about that dragon is single for a moment? Okay? It doesn't yeah. have to. <laughs> how about Vagar plays the field? Okay? Yeah. How about Vagar has a say in her own dragon destiny, fuckers? Okay? Yeah. How about Vagar finds out what it's like to be single and her own dragon <laughs> and, like, finds out things about herself? Because, honestly, I think she's hiding in these relationships. Yes. How about playing some Katy Perry for Vagar? Okay. Yeah. She How about a firework in her life? <laughs> Vagar puts on a crop top, does her hair, finds some girlfriends, and then goes out to the bar, gets some shots, has a good, has a one night stand, you know? But the thing yeah. is, is, all her friends would be annoyed. They're like, oh, well, Vagar only calls us when she's single, but then she's in a relationship. We never hear from Vagar. <laughs> but what's it called when you're in a relationship and you break up and then you just date somebody just because they call that like your rebound? Your rebound. Yes, this was mm. kind of a rebound episode. I'm like, the kid just happened to be there at the right time when she was sad. And she's like, okay, well, at least someone woke me up. Yeah, I, I, I think Vagar actually has low self-esteem. She's sort of one of those people that's like, well, he loves me. It's like, but what do you want, Vagar? I just want to be loved. And if it's Eamon, that's who it's going to be. It's like, Vagar, yeah. you have to find what you want, who you want to ride on your back. Well, I just toasted her. I just made her into a very fancy California toast. So right now I'm too sad to pick. So I'll choose this bitter child. You know, <laughs> I sabotage my relationships. What can I say? I literally burned my best friend to death. So yeah, what can I say? and I think she would have like she could have broken up with him. She could have been like, yes, I know I gave you that ride, but you know I was just so like sensitive in that time. But you're just not that interesting. I mean, and then he gets his eye out, and then she's right. like, oh can't break up with them right now she can know? now she feels guilty and on top of that she's now gonna start telling her friends saying you know what i made a commitment and i'm gonna make this work okay because i believe in this relationship it's like what oh do you my god in? vagar you're such a fixer <laughs> well in this case i did sort of contribute to his damage so i feel <laughs> i just feel like i just Eamon, he just shows me a side that, like, he doesn't show... You don't get to see the side of him. He's, like, so funny, and he's so charming, and he brings me flowers. I just wish you guys could see that side of Eamon. Yeah. Well, so that's House of the Dragon. Thanks, everybody, for being here. (laughs) Have a happy Monday. Yeah. uh, Actually, House of the Dragon is brought to you by um, Darkness this episode. Because oh my all- god, the day to night filter. I mean, come on <laughs> with that. Okay, we can tell it's really daytime. Just make it the daytime. <laughs> Why do you have to shoot this at night? What 23 year old did you guys grab out of NYU to shoot this episode? <laughs> That's like like baby's first day to night scene for crying out loud. <laughs> come like, on, people. <laughs> are you suddenly too cheap to get the proper lights to shoot it at night? What is happening here? It and was- I'm so glad to I'm so glad for the internet because it's one of those things where I'm like, am I just really old? Like, are my floaters that bad? You know, I'm like blinking my eyes really hard and trying to shake out my floaters. And then I go on the internet and they're like, what the hell? What is this, a grab box of shit I'm just supposed to pull out without knowing what it is? And it is like that. 
Jeez. Between people. between the quiet mumbling and now like the terrible day for night filters, it's like I, I'm just kind of like sensing what I'm watching at this point. Like I feel like I'm in the Big Brother competition <laughs> where they just put them in a dark house, and make them crawl through goo. You know. Well, it's kind of a snotty thing. You know, I feel like the director is like, oh, it's dark because you know he's gotten that note from HBO. HBO's probably been like, this shit is dark, and he's like, you just don't get it. You know, and then they make you feel stupid because it's dark to you. You know, it's like only enlightened people can see it. Yeah. And um, and you know what really actually bothered me? Because, like, again, the first 25 minutes of the show is filmed like someone took the exposure on the camera and turned it way down. And you can barely see anything. And there's like a scene, which we will get to, of uh, Rhaenyra and Damon talking on a beach. And I'm like... I'm like, my. I was watching on my laptop. My, I have it like up to my nose. I'm like trying to figure it out. I've got their brightness all the way up. And then I can sort of see their silhouettes. And I'm not even exaggerating. Like I literally can sort of see their silhouettes. And I see the way they're standing. I was like, wait a second. This is where that publicity still is that they've been for the past several weeks. There's this one publicity still of Rhaenyra and Damon standing on a beach talking. I was like, this is it. But in that picture, it's bright. It's daytime. Which makes me wonder, was this actually originally supposed to be just a daytime funeral? And the and the someone at HBO said, okay, you know, the thing is, it's a funeral, but it feels like it should just be darker. Yeah, it feels it like dark? it should be at night. Yeah, it should be at night. Sad <laughs> things happen at night, guys. Um, but it's always, like, about to be night. It's not night-night. It's like, it's almost night. You know, it's like that 10 minutes where it gets to be that color. I was watching it and I was like, is this supposed to be about cold people? Because everybody's blue. By the time I get the colors to work and the brightness, and somebody left us a really nice comment on another podcast, which I don't know what it was. So sorry, I'm not dissing them by not mentioning it, but. They apparently told you all these settings to play with. I was trying, okay? I didn't even have all those settings on my TV. But if you need to change 10 settings, someone over there needs to change this shit up. Yeah. Okay? Not me. They, this they is not a me this. problem. This is a you problem. Now, see, Vagar, that's what you should have said when Eamon cried after you broke up with him, that's... after rebounding with him. Mm-hmm. This is not a me problem. It's a you problem, baseball face. And go over there. <laughs> baseball face. Just start calling him Mr. Met. Um, and <laughs> it's Mr. Met in a wig. Uh, anyway, uh, so before we get into it, is there anything we have to say? Go check us out. This is Crappens On Demand. We always do On Demand. Um, for people who are just here for Winter's Crappening, go to patreon.com slash watch You can watch us do this recap uh, instead of just listening. And of course, if you came here for, for House of the Dragon, but you are also secretly someone who loves Below Deck and Real Housewives and Southern Charm, Go listen to all the rest of our content on our main Watcher Crappens feed, um, available on wherever you're listening to this one right now. So that's all the stuff. And then also, uh, take a seat is our uh, is our live show on Spotify Live on Monday night. So go join us tonight at seven o'clock on the West Coast and ten o'clock yeah. on the East Coast. So now, let's dive into this very dark, poorly lit episode. Um, but great episode. Great episode. I love this show. I love that it's really not afraid of just being a Spanish telenovela. You know, like, I want to watch this dubbed in Spanish because this whole first section is very telenovela. It's everybody in the soap opera gathered in one place. You know, it's like, oh, funeral. So everybody in the cast has to show. Marlene in the back all pissed that she has to be here for a day of shooting when she has, like, two lines. You know what I mean? So it's like that. It's very dramatic. I just love the whole thing. Yeah, uh, everyone like it's it's 
they also you could see the showrunners didn't know what to do with this many cast members in one place so they just had everyone giving each other furtive glances like i'm looking at you and now i'm not looking at you and then someone's like oh they were looking at me so they're not so i have to look somewhere else so ha, now i'm looking at you oh no i'm being looked at i was just about to look at the other person now i've got to hold eye contact yeah. for a little bit longer that's now what I they did up. they literally did like a rainier looking at damon looking at the king looking at rainier looking at the queen looking at rainier looking at <laughs> like this is so up my alley i love it and then i watched like about two minutes of the behind the episode thing that happened at the end and of course like there's the showrunner in his little leather jacket because that's like apparently you can't do an hbo behind the scenes without wearing a leather jacket that's and him i told you he's like a cool nerd he's yeah. like a nerd and his wife is like you're wearing this motorcycle jacket okay <laughs> she's like shaving his ears and putting him in a motor- motorcycle jacket and being like done my work here is done He's like, but what, can I wear my model train hat from Lionel? No, leather jacket, no engineer cap. Do you hear me? His his wife is basically the queen. You're not wearing a Lord of the Rings shirt on an HBO behind the scenes about Game of Thrones. Okay. So he was saying... So this was actually our very first day of shooting. So this, all the actors, they'd never worked with each other. They didn't really know really all the motivations. And so they're just trying to figure it out. And it was like perfect for the scene. I'm like, no, no, it was, that was not what was happening. What happened was you guys sat in room and be like, we have way too many characters for this scene. Like we can't, we can't, we just can't write all this overlapping dialogue. Let's just put them in there and they'll improv, but they're not allowed to say anything. Because that's yeah, what it felt I like. I loved it. And I love when I'm taking notes on a show and it sounds like poetry. So here's my notes. Waves crashing. Somber music. Rope and hole. Cliff. People watching guys do the rope thing. I don't get it. Okay, so I kind of <laughs> ruined it. I kind of ruined it. But I was yeah. going there. Mine was very similar. Mine was more of a haiku. It said, someone tying rope through a hole. Funeral? <laughs> it was a question mark. That's- like It looks like that's the casket. So, yeah, it is Lady Lena's funeral. Well, you missed the haiku, got to tell you. Anyone counting syllables out there? I know. It was... 575, 575, guys. I know. I don't know how many syllables that was, but I'm pretty sure it was not a proper haiku. And I apologize for all the haiku lovers. So, um... (laughs) Rope into a hole. Somber music playing, uh... Waves crashing harder. Oh, song. That's okay. good. That was good. I felt it. So we're at this funeral. We see um, Renice in a black veil. And I was like, she's killing it. We don't have to really have the rest of the scene. Just like, give me Renice in a black veil being just like grieving, but also angry. I mean, I feel like the gays are set. I think actually the whole episode, we don't need anything else, right? Yeah, Eve Best. Perfect name for her too. Best. <laughs> Love her. And she's working that veil, even though you know she hates wearing it. She's like... <laughs> She's doing a little look behind the veil. <laughs> Very modern and, uh, veil, too, by the way. They're like, okay, let's give a veil from 1956 in this show that's set in some other time and universe. And um, it's a soap opera, so we have the twins crying. And you're like, ooh, one of them is evil. One of them is going to pretend to be the other one so they can sleep with the guy that they're sleeping with eventually. Mm-hmm. And then um, a guy, you know, the guy's giving this the funeral speech. He's like, to everyone gathered here, this woman was very important to us. Rainier as a whole, we all knew that. Water, wind, fire, Rainier as a whole. Thank you for coming. Yeah, the uncle, I don't love the uncle's speech. I feel like the kids are right there and his speech is very much like, Though their mother will not return from her voyage because she's dead. She's a, she's a dead person, so you'll never see her again, ever, anyone. <laughs> 
Uh, they'll, we'll all be bound together by blood, and our blood is thick, and our blood is true, even though we have a little bit less blood, because your mom died. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, this runs true, and our blood must never thin. And Damon's like, <laughs> I know, Damon laughs. <laughs> it's a defense And not mechanism. only laughs, but does he, like, titters. He's like, dee and he never has that moment where he's like, oh, I'm laughing at a funeral. Like, maybe I should stop. He just laughs more and more. Damn I'm like, sir, that's on. your wife. Those are your mother's kids. Okay. I mean, your, I mean, your, your kid's mother. <laughs> maybe your mother's kids. He's um, like, hot pockets. <laughs> inappropriate. <laughs> stop. Focus. Stop thinking about hot pockets. <laughs> uh, also, by the way, notably, Otto is back. And he's back as the hand. We don't see I why. Mean, why would what a wuss? What are and these what kind of practices? job is this? There, you know, nobody else. Like seriously, there's no HR in that entire town. Yeah. come on. What about La- what about uh what a you know Lannister kid who's there? I mean, he's skeevy. <laughs> the but, Lannister like... kid. Ca- call on the one who gave me the poking stick. <laughs> the one, you know, the stick where I killed that very large elk in one shot right everyone right yes your your highness and fuckface eggard is there and egon is there and he's like funeral's so boring i was like sorry why don't you just jerk off why don't you just stand on the edge of that ledger and just jerk off on everybody yeah while it's going on so it can be fun for you sir Sorry, this funeral was not part of the Marvel Extended Universe, so that way you could actually enjoy it, sir. Because you know that's what all it does. You know, all he talks about the Avengers. They're like, what is this thing, the Avengers, you're talking about? It's this great movie. These great movies, okay? So, so then the speech ends, thank God, because it was like the sea poorly written. I'm just gonna say, yeah. And then yeah. Um, they dump the water. They dump the coffin. Uh, the ca- it's not called a coffin. What do you call it's it? Coffin. It was a co- or sarcophagus. But when it's like carved to no. look like some, yeah, sarcophagus. When they dump that in the water and it falls, you know, into the sea, and they're in the shallow end. Like, could you at least go on a boat and take it out there? Why are you putting it on the porch? You what know, about that's like tide? the it's, that's like the sea porch. You know. <laughs> It's like, and it's like at low tide, that is so awkward, right? Yeah, because you know whenever the Amazon of their time comes to deliver uh, packages to that porch, and there's like, you know, they they miss the porch, and then, you know, people have to dive down. They're like, oh, I was getting your package, and I saw mom again. (laughs) Wow, Amazon's incredibly inept over there. They're like, well, I was like, I wasn't sure if I should put the box at your doorstep or throw it over the side of a cliff. So I went with the cliff. But by the way, that is (laughs) totally feasible. That's their back porch. So, you know, sometimes they'll just throw the package. Like, they're they're very busy. And, you know, we all know this from ring cams. When some people are like, here's your package, and they kind of wave at the camera. And some people are like, here's your fucking package. Packaging, and you just see a package fling, like the ring notification goes off, and you just see football. <laughs> they kind of miss it. That's what I mean. Uh, it'd be great if that um, Lord of the Ring show was actually just about ring cameras, right? <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings. What's it called? And again? then he ring, came to our power. world with argon oil for my pores. <laughs> rings of power. So um, then the dragons <laughs> are like flying around overhead, making all sorts of noise. Like I actually don't believe they're grieving. They're probably just like really happy for that. This is the this is when Vagar's girlfriends are like, "Oh my god, you're single again! Let's go out, let's party! We can't wait! Oh my god!" While they're no. down there crying, let's just go and let's like well, do all terrible. the things. No, that's terrible. I think they're like, "I'm sad. I'm sad too. I'm sadder." Did you post it on Instagram? <laughs> you shut up. I just haven't yet. Okay, you're just needy with your sorrow. I'm not needy. I really liked her. <laughs> well, I loved her. 
Hey, they painted some angel wings on the side of the castle. You want to take a photo in front of it? Like, yeah, but it's kind of redundant because we already have wings. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, they're on face scroll. They're on face scroll. scroll. Like, hashtag marked safe from getting toasted alive by Big Okay. There's one of them that's like does like a thirst trap photo that's like funerals are so sad am i right and like why did you post that photo yeah saw your bikini picture for the funeral what the fuck was that i was sad that's what i do when i'm sad i was feeling myself like i feel like it's important to feel yourself in these sad moments (laughs) it's like my mom said never look on the outside how you feel on the inside oh it's good advice I don't think I can follow her on Insta Scroll anymore. So, um, so now we're at like we're basically at the Shiva, the Lena Shiva, and yeah. um, and so um, this is also a house where they hate everybody there. No one's like, hey, let's go to the living room. They're like, no, nope, let's just stand out on this balcony all day, <laughs> all day. in the sun, <laughs> in the sun. That's really moonlight. But then, so Ray, 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 like walks up to her kids and is like, "Have you seen your father? Which one? Am I right?" Yeah, pretty much. Well, we get one of those look things. Ray comes out and she sees Damon, and they look at each other. And then the Queen Al is watching them look at each other. And then she sees the Queen looking at her. And then the Queen walks away, and so she's like, "Where's your dad? You know, your cousins have lost their mother. They could use a kind word." You know, go over there and talk to the twins. And little Jace is like, I have an equal claim to sympathy. We should be inheriting all morning, Lord Lionel and Sir Harwin. They were my daddy and granddaddy, maybe, possibly, most likely. I mean, look at my hair. Look at my hair, really. really. The curtains yeah. match the drapes, all right? <laughs> and she's like, well, that would not be appropriate. The Valyrians are kin and the Strongs are not. They were poor. I mean, they were wealthy. But they're poor compared to us. So do you understand? We only hang out with wealthy, wealthy people, not not poor, wealthy people. Yeah, we're in the top 0.1%, not just the 1%. All right, you need to put the O in front of the 1. And then she and the queen share looks. They're like, ooh, 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 yeah, talking to the children. <laughs> well, who are you talking to? Well, I'm talking to children. Who are you talking to? And then um, Ray just straightens up and passes right by her, all Ray-like, like... <laughs> And then it cuts to the king watching them, watching each other, and he's like watching the queen, then watching his daughter, then watching, and then he's like, "When do I tell them that my finger just fell off?" <laughs> Again, <laughs> and then um, Damon is like leaning on a banister or whatever, and he's behind the king, just staring at the back of the king's head, literally for an hour. Okay, <laughs> he's just standing behind the king, staring right at the back of his head. So he looks over at Damon, and Damon's like, hm, "Smirk, teehee, hot pockets, still not funny, Damon." <laughs> By the way, do you know I watched a video last week of someone who made a, um, it was a New York Times video actually, a cooking video of someone who used, made a black forest cake out of a Hot Pocket. Wow. let that sink in. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Just let that sink in. You know. Gross. Yeah. And I'll eat. I'll eat, but gross. That's yeah. that's not okay. So then we go over to Helena talking to uh, Daddy Longlegs, making a poem. Like, your legs are long. Is that so wrong? I love song. <laughs> thong, thong, yeah, thong, 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 thong. She just turns it just turns into the thong song. <laughs> Let me see that thong. That thong, the thong, thong, thong. <laughs> They're like, what is a thong? What are you talking about, crazy girl? 
It is um, a fashion course, invention from the future. Just because we're not assholes enough, um, one of the listeners told us this week that Helena is probably autistic, and that's why she's, like, odd or whatever. So, sorry, we didn't know that. You know, well, we're not coming for that. We- we I, we I mean I don't know I think we have to I think we have to wait to see what it is because there are very frequently characters in these shows that just speak in a monotone way because they have magic inside them and we have yet to see it like she's probably someone who sees something so let's like let's hold our horses before we start diagnosing Helena and her spider friend okay so here comes one right now. So she's playing with a spider, and um, the Aegon's like watching her. It's her brother, her older brother, the one who fuck who, face, fuck face, the the tall like masturbator, the window masturbator. Fuck and he's face, like, yeah. we have nothing in common. And then Aemond, Aemond, who I was sort of like rooting for as the little like ragamuffin who like has no dragon and is like overlooked by his shitty brother. At this point, I'm like, I'm like down for Aemon at this point. And he's, and well, he's yeah, because like, you're like, he was bullied. But then I had to remind myself, you were bullied and look what you turned into. Yeah. Don't feel bad for it's a him. Cycle. Okay. It's a Don't cycle. Don't feel bad for him. It is. So, yeah, I call him Bitter Kid and Fuckface <laughs> when I don't, because I never remember names at the beginning of the episode. It's not till later. So, this whole scene is between Fuckface and Bitter Kid. So, how, Fuckface is how, like, I have way, nothing in common with that. <laughs> What's well, a thong anyway? It doesn't even make any sense. There are plenty of rhymes with song. <laughs> I mean, it could be bong, kong, wrong. Dong, yeah! Dong. Okay, no, stop talking about your dong now, fuckface, okay? So he doesn't like her, and, Aem- and Egan is like, but like, oh no, I'm sorry, Eamon is like, but she's our sister. You should like her because he's her sister. You have to be narcissist. I'm like, see, look at this kid. He's bullied, but he stands up for what's right. And then Aegon's like, well, you marry her then. <laughs> Non-dragon stupid face. What's her name? What do we call you again? Fuck face? Is that what we're calling you? Or my fuck face? So fuck face is marrying Helena. Come on, guys. That's a little too close. Okay? I mean, jeez. You got your uncle, the niece, which I guess they didn't do on purpose. But now the brother and the sister. Come on! Widen your circle. Widen your circle. The show is just done being coy about incest. It is just like, okay, we've given you five episodes to like get used to it, and now we're just like gonna throw it at you from all sides. Okay, so just get used to it. They're not like plenty of fish. They're just fish. Yeah, that's their website. (laughs) Just (laughs) fish. (laughs) Three fish. You know, uh, I think this is one fish. That's that's what you get to choose from. (laughs) I think this is why we had to have that scene a few episodes ago where the hand was like, sir, what if you marry? <laughs> like, the, someone proposed, like, marrying um, Joff. Oh, it was. To the baby, was, remember? Like, the, the baby. When they were like, well, yeah. When they were like, right? King, why don't you just marry the baby? <laughs> it's like, uh. <laughs> they did that. I think they had a few, like, shocking, like, extreme, like, incest pedophilia moments. So that way now, like, just casual incest of amongst adults is like more palatable for us. We're like, oh well this yeah. is fine. Like she's not thirteen. Now it's not even weird that their brother and sister is just like they have such incompatible interests. She likes daddy long legs. He likes jerking off onto people's heads. <laughs> but they do call me daddy long legs too. So 
and I've got three of them. Get it! Like, Shut the fuck face. <laughs> so, the, so, so Helena, um, she's better... just sitting there talking to her spider, doing the thong song, and then she's like, dragons of flesh, weaving dragons of threat. And then she just, she scoops the spider up into a shell and then kills the spider. I'm like, you know what, Helena? Helena did you she have kill to it? I lane. thought she was just like putting it in its house or something. She did do it kind of hard, though. She was like, <laughs> did it pretty hard. It's a pretty hard uh, shutting of the door, shutting the, the spider house door. Yeah, well, watch out for her. You know what they say about children who mess with daddy long legs, right? Uh, so Eamon is like, well, I would at least perform my duty. If mother had only betrothed us, I would keep our Valerian blood pure. I was like, ugh. Shut up with your pure blood. I know, seriously. I'm reading. We're trying to root for you here, okay? We don't need you getting all pure-blooded on us. I know. He's all giving the okay sign. The okay sign. <laughs> I know. It's like enough with your, like, Aryan tendencies, okay? Yeah. So then, um, so then we go to Kristen. Ugh, this fuck face. Talk about the real fuck face. This is the, the fuck boy fuck face. He walks up to the queen, and he's like, I'm like, can you please? Okay, can you speak up, sir? I know whatever you're saying is gonna make me mad, but can you at least speak up or speak into the microphone? I cannot hear you. Laris, I love Laris. Laris is like my new favorite shady queen on these shows. He doesn't pretend that he's not evil. He literally like kind of limps along, like and looks, gives this look all the time. I was like, is anybody looking? He's like, I'm going to whisper now. It's like we see you, Laris. Okay, nobody cares. I feel like he's like a lady who works at a natural food store. Like you're at the in the aisle just trying to shop and she's like staring down the aisle just ready to give you recommendation like do you like flaxseed? Like no, I know what I'm I I came in here for something very specific. I don't need flaxseed cuz flaxseed is really great. It's like please stop staring at me. Let me be in the store in peace. Well, that's her casual mode, but then her Laris mode is like don't eat the granola. <laughs> I saw them eating the granola with their fingers. Their no fingers. sampling. The bulk bins are not sample bins. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, Queen Al is talking to Kristen, right. a whole Kristen, red pill over there. So he's like, well, Laris Strong has been staring at you all day. Do you want me to call him gay and bash your stupid face in? <laughs> and then they cut to him. They, they So this is when they cut to him and you see Laris staring. And when they say he's been staring all day, he's like literally like staring with like a smile like. <sighs> <laughs> His eyebrows are raised. He's like sucking his bottom lip. Like, mm, see me? Yes, Laris, we I, see you. It's a little on the nose. A little on the yeah. They're like, okay, so uh, actor playing Laris, we need you to stare at the queen. And in your mind, you're thinking of things that you two, schemes you guys can hash together. He's like, okay, got it. So Al's like, um, oh, it's only a look of pride. He's the new Lord of Harrenhal. That's what happens when people inherit things. They look very, very happy. And he's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> behind her. <laughs> and she tries to ignore him. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. It was it was like he was posing for for headshots or something like that. I was surprised he didn't like have like his, his house finger. opening, right? Like his hand on, he needs to have his hand <laughs> yes. on his hip being like, there is. In this town... <laughs> <laughs> the crown is heavy unless you poison the person wearing it mm. I may not be the hottest but my enemies are <laughs> so then we see Jaceris with his cousins he finally goes over to his poor cousins who are crying about their mom and he goes and he holds one of their hands which is very sweet it's tender well he just stands there all awkwardly and she's like okay I guess I'll show you how to do it since it's my mother that died and she takes his hand 
<laughs> She's like, I guess I'll mourn for you and your father. I mean, not father. So, yeah. uh, but I guess um, they are fated for each other because Corliss is watching and he's basically, sa- he said, he says, talking about basically how like uh, high tide and like his seat at Driftwood are going to be Jaceris's and and he's right isn't he saying that something like that yeah he's saying he's saying listen here boy both my seat and the high tide will be yours one day lucy little luceris and your brother will be the king of course and he'll sit in councils but the lord of tides rules the sea and he's lucy's like uh i don't want that he's like it's your birthright he's like to smell like fish all day do i do you really think i want that don't want that Right? Nobody wants that. You're the only person walking around town bragging about fishing all day. It's literally disgusting. Right? What point of this little horse toy says, I want to be king of Fishtown? No, <laughs> otherwise I would have a fish toy. I want to be king of Horsetown. What don't you get? And he's like, how could you not want it? And he's like, well, if I'm Lord of Driftmark, it means that everyone else is dead. And Corliss is like, well, he has a point. (laughs) (laughs) He'll get over it. He's basically saying, like, your place, Driftwood, is so shitty that the only way I wind up here is if just everyone dies. There's no other options. I'm just that's a line of succession, right? So his grandpa will be dead, his dad will be dead. He's like, sounds real fun. It's like, well, you haven't learned about inheritance yet. Look over there at Laris. All right. And Laris is still like, "Mm -hmm." Laris <laughs> is still standing there like Karen Huger in her in her housewives thing. So um so now Renice is walking around, she sees oh she, Renice walks. Here's a big Renice moment. She walks, she sees Ray Ray, she stops, and then she keeps walking. Yeah, because Ray's standing over by like the water cooler full of wine, <laughs> as they did back then. Yeah. Like with no one to talk to him. Renice is like, mm. Mm. just gets her wine and gives her a snotty look and walks away so she goes to the twins and jace is like "Uh uh-oh and he just like kind of turns his back to give them privacy and then one of the girls bayla i think and she's like i don't want mother to be gone so they cry and then we get some more faces like she's talking to the children she's rainier is looking at damon damon's looking at the back of the king's head i'm gonna say something but now I won't. And yeah. then, and then, uh, and meanwhile, Aegon's getting wasted because he sees like a girl that he's into. And then um, now, Ray, 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 she now she's looking at Damon. But Damon is thinking about hot pockets. Let's be honest. <laughs> and basically, by the way, no one's even like consoling Damon that his wife is dead, and no one's coming up to be like, "Hey, I'm so sorry if you need to talk." You know. I'm here. I think it's because he's like laughing and then he's spending the rest of the time like leaning on the fence, just smirking at everybody. And True. he gives this look between him and Ray, and it's like, here we are. I suppose spouse is both dead in a week. Wanna have a winky dink bang? Winky dink bang. <laughs> but also this this like Shiva is like kind of um it's shitty. It's a shitty Shiva. Of course, death and a funeral. <laughs> Shitting Shiva. <laughs> it is shitting Shiva. Like, death in a funeral is always going to be sad. But there's, you know, where is that one relative who's just trying to make people feel better? Who says, oh, you know, but you guys, it's a celebration of life more than anything else. And what, hey, let's go around. Let's tell our favorite stories about you know what ending. You know what we call endings in my family? Well, you know, because you're my family. Uh, beginnings. We call them beginnings. <laughs> endings are beginnings. Where's Miriam? To come by with like here, I got some deli for everyone. Okay, everyone make sandwiches. 
make sandwiches. Like, just no one's even trying to find them. You know what? You can't get a new library book until you've returned the last one that you've read. New beginnings. That's what I'm saying. It's a new chapter. New book. New book. All right. <laughs> so, Ray, Ray, tell me about yourself. I haven't seen you since you were a little girl. You know, I've been off on on Strong Island. <laughs> So tell me, you look wonderful. How are your kids? There's always someone who's ready for all the gossip at the yeah. funeral. You're not on Strong Island today. Okay? <laughs> Don't have to be on Strong Island today. Okay. Oh, you're talking about Long Island, New York? No, Strong Island. It's actually an island next to Heron Hall. It's where the Strongs are from. <laughs> so now we see down at the ocean, someone is standing in the water, sadly. And it's Lenor. You know, he's crying. Poor guy. And people are like, oh, gross. Lenor's in the water. And Corliss <laughs> sees him and he marches over to the... Uh, he marches over to Quarrel. And he's like, retrieve your patron salute. He's like, God, sorry. Sorry, no longer allowed to do a classic television morning scene of standing in an ocean and crying. Like, that's if you're on TV, you are allowed to walk into a body of water and cry. I think we all know yeah, that. Yeah, that's your right. That's your yeah. right. And also, it started making me think less of Carl, to be honest, because I was like, what's Carl doing? Like, why is Carl schmoozing at the party having drinks while his boyfriend is downstairs crying in the ocean? Come on, Good Carl. Point. Good point. Okay. Um. By the way, I've started to think this episode that the ocean is like what they had, like was like TV back then, because there's a lot of people who just stare at the ocean and like just for no, just stare more than like you know we you know when you go to the ocean you you look at the ocean, but these people are really staring. Like this is their this is their DVR is the ocean, right? Well, they didn't have mirrors back then, so that's no. what you do. You stare yeah. at your reflection like narcissist. <laughs> what a good guy. <laughs> so Damon is still leaning on that fucking fence, staring at the king. And the king is like tapping his cane because it's awkward. And so then Ray Ray slowly walks towards Damon. And then the king takes him instead. He's like, so Damon, your girls are the very image of their mother. Stressed in anguish, as I remember. <laughs> Hating the suburbs. They look like two girls who hate the suburbs. That's what they look like. Yeah, two girls with an olive garden and a one, <laughs> you know, one movie movie house, one screen movie house. <laughs> two girls who resent the AMC movie pass. You got them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so uh, they're basically the king's basically like, yeah, my wife died, and I I've, I've been through this, so I'm I'm both one upping you and consoling you at the same time. Yeah, and, and he's like, the gods can be cruel, and Damon's like, have you seen yourself? <laughs> <laughs> have you been to the ocean lately? <laughs> I mean, have you really seen what you look like these days? Yeah, Damon's like, it seems like the gods have been especially cruel to you, brother. <laughs> and he's like, all right, you've got a point there. I'm trying to make nice here. All right. So Ray Ray's watching them talk. And then she starts her telenovela walk around the room where she starts on one side of the room and walks very slowly while staring at one person the entire time. <laughs> and nobody notices. Like the woman's doing her own like steady cam shot. Yeah. But nobody notices. <laughs> it's so true. And that is such a that is such a beyond even like telenovelas. That's also a very big thing they do in medieval movies. When there's like a bunch of people dancing and there's like a love interest, there's always someone who's like staring through the dancers and walking <laughs> big... slowly <laughs> across. It's like that 20 minute walk. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the king's like, oh, come on back. Come home. Come to King's Landing. It'll be great. And he's like, Pentos is my home now. 
I love it here. Olive Garden, all the breadsticks you can eat. You're never robbing me of that, you son of a beast. More parking than you could ever imagine, and all of it is free. I'm never going back. So King is like, listen, I know we've had our differences, but let them pass. I mean, there's places for you in our court, and there's something you should need. If there's anything you should need, we can provide. And he's like, I need nothing. Well, except a hot pocket, that would be nice. But we have a Fuddruckers here. We have a Fuddruckers, so I'm pretty set. I need nothing. So he storms off, and then um, I was Ray like, watches. well, what were you standing there then the whole time for? You're standing, staring at the back of the king's head, and then when he actually talks to you, you're like, how dare you speak to me? Drama queen, David. Drama. So he storms off, and then um, Otto, hand again, Otto sees him, and he's like, sorry for your lost straw head. And he's like, no matter how fat the leech grows, it always wants for another meal. Look at you. And he's like, well, actually, I thought I've kept quite trim for my age. But thanks, <laughs> I'm glad bitch. you got that, because it was, I could not, it was another, like, mumble line. And I was like, you know what? I'm not putting on the closed captions for this one line. I'm not going to do it. So then, like, the, the, uh, the, the, the sun sort of, like, goes behind the building, which... In my mind is, um, oh, great, it's now 2.45. It's <laughs> 2.45 p.m., but they're like, it's nighttime. We can't see the sun, so therefore it's nighttime now. So now everyone has to go to bed. She's like, tells the kids to go to, Ray tells her kids to go to bed, and the king's like, I'm going to bed. We can't see the sun anymore, so therefore it must be very late in the evening, as you can see, because suddenly, even though the lighting on us is the same, the exposure is very dark. It's nighttime. Yeah, and he tells um, Al, he's like, Emma, I'm going to bed. I was like, oop. And Al was like, excuse me, really? You're calling me Emma? And he's like, sorry, I can't see a thing. It's dark as hell out here. Anybody, hand me my scroll. Turn on the flashlight on the scroll, please. <laughs> and then there's like this one little moment that I was like, why does this matter? Because Sir Harold is like, should I look after the queen? And the king is like, no, you don't have to do it. So then Harold is like, okay, cool. So then he tells Sir Kristen, you have Night's Watch. So like, Chris and Kristen's all mad, of course, because he's entitled to everything now. That's like the new thing with Kristen. So um, he's mad. And uh, we should know at this point that shit's going to go down because Kristen, of course, is not going to do his job well. He has actually never done his job well. He let Ray Ray go running out of the hunt. He, Ray Ray snuck out of the castle while he was looking. Then he sleeps with Ray Ray. He's actually a completely inept knight. And yet he but acts he's like, but he's hot. He's and he, and he's, he's like, oh, I privilege. was in the battle once. He's like, I was, I played football. I, I was in the, I won state championships once 20 years ago. I know. Like you were in one battle. Okay. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen this resume, but I'm assuming. It's about you one know. battle. Yeah. yeah. It's like one battle. He's like, like well, I've ago. fought before. I was like, oh. So, um, indistinct chatter and it's darkish and fuckface Egon is wasted. Cause of course, not only is he wasted cause he drank too much. He's also wasted on power cause he was rude to literally the same waitress 10 times today. I know. Did you notice that? Yes. Every time she's like, would you like some more? He's like, give me more stupid. It's like, well, oh, great. And you don't tip. And you don't. On top of jerking off onto people's head, you're also rude to waiters. I can't with you. I know, for real. So, um, by the way, why are the? I mean, these kids are such fuckers, and I feel like Allison's her whole vibe, like as growing up, and her whole thing here is like all about duty, duty, duty. She was like a tutor to Ray Ray, and yet she has like these really obnoxious kids that I guess were meant to believe that she's spoiled. I feel like is that? Do we believe Allison would really? be a be a mom who would spoil her kids like this like i'm i'm down for it like i'm along for the ride but when you really think about it i feel like allison would have just very boring children 
She does. Really? Yeah, I mean, I if so. you think about it, like, yeah. I don't think any of them, I'm like, wow, I'm shocked that that's Al's kid, you know? Because yeah. I feel like every self-righteous person who's always like, well, the Bible says, is is the one who has the son oh, jerking you know off You're in right. public. You know what you I mean? You are so right on that. You are so <laughs> right. That's exactly who Allison is, and I should have seen it. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So, uh, fuckface Egon is wasted, and so he's, like, hiding drunk in a stairwell for whatever reason, and um, Otto comes and sees him and just starts kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> and he's like, go to bed, you fucking loser, for Christ's sake! Yeah. I feel like, in a weird way, Egon is gonna be, is gonna have a redemptive um, arc, because he's such a dick, and we think that he's, like, the biggest dick, but then it turns out Eamon is actually the bigger dick this episode, and so I'm, I'm gonna predict... This is all red herring behavior. He's going to like go off to like the Night's Watch and he's going to learn what it's like to be a real man and to have virtue, etc. But anyway. Yeah. So, and uh, then another reason to be disappointed in a quarrel. So Quarrel goes down and gets Lenore out of the ocean and takes him back up the stairs. But is there a back door? Is there no other way? Do you have to drag him through the entire party, Carl? Seriously. Like, for Christ's sake, and everyone was staring at them like, ew, they're gay and cry. Disgusting. Like, <laughs> and it, now Aegon's just watching them like, hmm, it's my turn to watch someone from across the party. So then, <laughs> and then the dragons are flying. I was like, I think a dragon's flying. It's so dark. I hear dragon noises. I see vague outlines of wings. I literally could not see what was on my screen. And then we see Aegon looking out at the sea. He's like, there's dragon noises out there on the television. So he's like, you know, of course, entranced by the dragon. Yeah. So then uh, Rhaenys and Corlys are in like their amazing master bedroom. Holy mother. Yeah. Well, you know, she's going to have a good one. She's, you oh know, she's got God. a designer's eye. Truly. That's why no one's I mean, inside. Not she's just... not going to let all these people walk around her perfectly, like, you know, kept interiors. It's not It's not just wallpaper. You know what I mean? It's not, like, just a paint job. It is, like, carved columns. And, I mean, it's just beautiful. Yeah. So she's pissed out. She's like, well, he, she wanted to come home, and he denied her the opportunity. And Corliss is like, he just did what's best. She goes, for him, Damon only does what's best for Damon. Unlike us, who've married our daughter off to him, so it would be best for us if we could have power. <laughs> yeah, she's mad because she really feels like if they hadn't been off in the suburbs of um, Portos, they, then they could have been home where they had much better doctors to attend to the baby. So yeah, Corliss and he's is like, like, please, teledoctors in Peoria are just as good as the <laughs> surgeons at Cedar sinai She's like, bullshit. Nobody believes that. <laughs> Come on, let's look at those degrees. Okay, Harvard Medical School versus Santa Clarita Community College Medical <laughs> School. I don't believe so. So um, basically, she's just so mad. And she's just saying how she's like, the gods have scorned us for insatiable pride. And Coralus is like, well, don't forget the crown was ours until those fools in the great council plucked it from your head. Are you angry yet? Because I'm trying to get you angry again. It's such a, is it such a terrible thing for your husband to wish it back? And she's like, I, I know you're trying to rile me up. I know you're trying to have anger sex tonight. It's not happening. Yeah, she's like, it's not my ambition, it's yours, you selfish fuck, okay? I gave up the idea of the crown years ago, okay? Because guess what I was born as? A woman. 
okay? <laughs> and um, she's like, and now you're still going after this, even though it's like killing our kids. Yeah. And he's all shocked. He's like, what? And so he's like, but what is this brief mortal life if not the pursuit of legacy? She's like, <laughs> She's like, legacy may be why you want to live your life, Corliss, but I want Driftmark to pass through Lena's line to Bela and to true Valerian blood. Declare it now, and we will say that is how we honor Lena's memory. He's like, Ugh. you know, you you are supposed to be sort of Lady Macbethian. I mean, you can't bring that face onto the show and then actually be virtuous. This is really problematic for me. Yeah, she's not Lady Macbething at all, which I'm surprised at because I thought that's what she was going to be too. Yeah. Um. So he's like, but that means disinheriting our son, okay? And I mean, I know he just watched six hours of TV today during the funeral in front of everybody, <laughs> but still. And she's like, well, he can still be the king consort, and his son will one day sit on the Iron Throne, blah blahdy blah. And he's like, but we're gonna look our our kid's gonna look dumb, worse than he already does. Basically, he's already gay. <laughs> Are you going to make him gay and titleless? I mean, come on. I mean, if I have to sit there and watch him go down to the ocean one more time and say, the category is fashion, I swear to God, I'm just going to throw myself into that water myself. So I mean, he- isn't it bad enough he's publicly dating someone named Carl with a Q? <laughs> Not even a Q-U. A Carl with a Q. <laughs> it's like an acronym. He's dating an acronym, essentially. So Rhaenys is like, well... You can speak the plain truth, as we both know it. Rainy of his children are not of your blood, but Lena's are. And he's like, <sighs> Yeah, and uh, he's like, history doesn't remember blood. It remembers names. And then he drops. He's like, finally pissed. He's like, how dare you not want our name to go on? So he leaves all pissed. <laughs> like, oh no, someone might not get Driftmark. Does anyone want Driftmark? I feel like he really overestimates how important Driftmark is to other people. It's like, <laughs> hey... Here's the uh, here's the old Buick I drove in high school, uh, and it's my honor, son, now that you're an adult, to give you this Buick. And he's like, thanks, Dad. I'm going to park it on the street. I mean, they control the sea and the ports and everything, which is cool, but you've got drift in your name. You know driftwood. what I mean? Like, no one's going to be fighting over that. And it's just so, like driftwood and the high tide. Like the, and so it's like, it's just bad naming. I don't, that's embarrassing. It really is. Bad branding. Yeah. Bad branding. Yeah. So it's now crucial. Damon and Ray Ray are walking on the beach. And she's like in the, yeah, in In the the dark dark. filter. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, uh, she's like putting on SPF. (laughs) She's not planning at all for this filter. Yeah. She's holding like one of those tin foil things (laughs) under her neck, like reflecting up the sun. Uh, Pass me the moon screen, please. So so uh, she's like, oh God, Leno's already been restless for years, but now he's going to be useless. I mean, God, I know, you know, I know better than anyone that our marriage is, like, fake, but at least I fake it. You know, mm-hmm. look at him. What's he doing? He's fucking a guy named Quarrel and standing in the sea. I mean, come <laughs> on, man. Damon's like, well, you have more to lose. And she's like, well, that's been my lot in life ever since my father named me heir. And we did try to conceive a child. I mean, we performed our duty as best we could. We even had Quarrel stand in the corner naked. But no avail. There was no joy in it. I found that elsewhere. And it felt good to be desired. He's like, glad I taught you one thing. How to cheat. You know, if I could impart anything to you, it would be to have a sham marriage and fuck whoever you want. I was like, oh my God, this is such a nice moment. And um, he's like, well, uh, I understand that Harwin was quite 
large. I mean, devoted. Oh, he was both. And also, I trusted him. And I never thought I'd had hair better than Kristen's. But God, did I find it. I mean, it was luscious. Those curls. I mean, your fingers could get stuck in there for days. Beautiful. And I'm not talking about the ones on his head. Anyway, so then basically... You know, she sort of implies, like, she's talking about, like, ah, oh, I should never have let him go back to to Heron Hall, and and then Damon is like, yeah, well, um, you know, because she says, oh, well, now because like that curse is strong. Apparently, Heron Hall is really cursed, and Damon's yeah, and like, like, well, oh, that's no, just that's a ghost fake. story, and Al exploited that shit to kill Beckham with the good hair. All right, we all know <laughs> she did it. Yeah, and and she's like, no, I. She's like, even though she, I mean, she is. She is a, a, a full-on bitch with terrible children, but I don't believe she would commit murder. And he's like, anyone can do it. Anyone. He's like, well, I believe, she's like, well, I believe you could do it for sure. You're creepy. You laughed at your wife's funeral and talked about Hot Pockets, but I don't think Allison. Yeah, and she's, he's like, well, if you're accusing me of depravity, could you be more specific? <laughs> she's like, and she's like, yeah, you abandoned me in a fucking brothel, okay? What the fuck? A pillow and, house, uh, for crying out loud. A pillow house. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you were a child. I was trying to help. And she's like, oh, thanks. I love that you realized I was a child in a whorehouse with my pants off. You're like, oh, <laughs> she- <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be doing this, okay? You took me to see Beverly Hills Cop before we even went there. <laughs> She's like, and then look at look at what happened to my life, okay? I married like my gay cousin, okay, and we've had a sham marriage for crying out loud. And um, and so then she she asked him if he if he loved Lena, and he was like, well, we we're happy enough. I mean, we just bought a really cute place in the Burbs, which was which was nice. I was looking for forward to a quiet life, so it was okay. We She's were like, excited that we got the penthouse of Pentos. You know, that was a big moment for us. Mostly, <laughs> not really. She was really into Sudoku. Still, don't get it. Yeah. I don't think she liked all the faux Tuscan touches in our new McMansion, but you yeah, know, she, I thought she would get used to them. Yeah, she brought in a, a metal rooster. You know, I could. It's a kitchen underneath. I could. Just couldn't get into that, really. I mean, for the most part. I told Lena, look, if we went back to Driftwood, would you have a little faucet that you can make fill up your pasta pot with over the stove? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Uh, So they're like, oh, yours. You know, your spouse is dead. You know, sorry, sorry. Your life sucks. Oh, sorry, sorry. And then they're like, want to fuck? They just <laughs> yeah, do basically. that really long look, like, want to fuck now? Like- and so she, like, takes his chest and feels his neck. And he's like, we can't do this. And she's like, I'm no longer a child. And then. <laughs> Sex under the moonlight. <laughs> Sex in that quote unquote moonlight. Yes, they just have sex on the beach and everything. Well, and it's like some weird beach structure that they find. I was yeah. like, were these supposed to be like public restrooms? Like, where are you right now? Was that the same place that um, Leonor used to have sex with um, jo- the OG Joffrey? Remember? That's what I thought, too. I was like, like this seems like a tricky gay place to have sex. <laughs> it's like, like kind of covered, the but not really. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I, I, I appreciate that, pro- that, that progressive side of them. They're like, let's have sex with the gay people who have sex. So so um, they have sex, and we see her face because he's on top. She doesn't look like she's particularly loving it, you know? She's, like, giving that bored look, like, staring at the sky. So I didn't really get that. So then we see bitter kid Amond on the beach, and he's looking at something. We can't tell because it's day-to-night so filter. So dark. 
You see it's his so hair, and that's dark. pretty much it. It's like a bitter little Q-tip <laughs> with a frowny face. <laughs> a Q-tip bouncing around the screen. You know, it's like it's like when it's like a sing-along. It was like a sing-along ball in search of its lyrics. It's just the ball. Right. Just, <laughs> yeah. Like, Someone give this ball a lyric to sing along to. So he's running, and then he's running. And then he's running and he's running closer to something, but then he stops. But we can't see because we can't see what's going on around him. We just see his hair. And then um, it's like, at first I thought he was spying on them having sex. And then. Yeah, I did too. And then, but then we hear lots of dragon noises. So he's getting closer to a dragon, but we don't know how close because we can't really see the dragon. We just sort of sense movement and he's getting closer and closer. And then and we see the big hill of Vagar. It's like this mountain. I mean, that thing is humongous, okay? So it's huge. And it's like this little tiny Q-tip kid walking over to the dragon. And you don't want to fuck with the dragon. I mean, it's blowing his hair just breathing, you know? Yeah. That's, that's just scary. Yeah, but he does. He doesn't give a shit. That kid doesn't give a shit. So what they say when they say, it doesn't matter. you got to go for it. Grab it by the balls. Vagar thankfully doesn't have balls, but little Eamon just, he does not care. He's like, I'm going to ride this bitch. Well, he's just, he's just feeling so inadequate as this dragonless blonde child. And, you know, he's like, I'm blonde. I live in a castle. I deserve a dragon. So he basically walks up to it and um, the dragon like wakes up and is like, excuse me, like I'm sleeping here. And then it like opens its mouth and then, well, like wake its eyes open. And then Eamon's like, huh? And then it like goes back to sleep. And then Eamon gets closer to like touch it and it, like opens up its mouth and everything. And Eamon's like, <laughs> He's auctioning off cattle in Valerian. <laughs> the dragon's uh, like, whoa. And he's like, Doharis. And he's like, oh, really? He's like, Doharis right now. Likiri, Likiri. And the dragon's like, ah. Uh, and then it kind of purrs, which is cute. Yeah. And then um, we are like, is he going to kill this kid? You know, that would be fun. <laughs> and then Amos like, no, I'm going to have confidence. So he crawls up the ladder, the rope ladder. And Vagar's just watching him like, really? And I was like, this bitter little <laughs> fuck is doing it. And it goes to prove what I've always said. You do not need a positive attitude to do anything. You can be very negative and make it very far in life. Thank you for coming to my negative TED Talk. Thank you. Yes. And by the way, wherever like the dragon, um, are, are there like dragon guards or people who are like, shoo, get away, you know, apparently not. So he basically. Well, that thing doesn't need a guard. Are you kidding? No, it's no, as big need, as a mall. <laughs> but they need to make sure that the wrong writer doesn't get on board. Okay. So, it's true. I thought it was kind of cute that Vagar is just like sleeping on the ground. It's just kind mm -hmm. of outside, just chilling wherever she wants. Yeah. And honestly, at this point, I still was like, well, this is sort of obnoxious. But, you know, this kid is bullied all the time. And it's like, this is, he's going to be, he's going to be great. He got a dragon. Like he's, you know, he's proving to the big kids that he can. Girl, like, you don't give a bullied person immediate power. I know. Okay, this is what happens. I know. So he gets on. He he's like totally inept at flying, which makes sense. He's never done it before, but he's really bad at it. And he's just like getting flopped all around, and it's the this dragon's was going crazy. The best thing. I was like, <laughs> "You're doing it! You're doing it!" I was. I'm so bitter today talking about it. But when I was watching it, I was like, "Oh my god!" One of my favorites is How to Train Your Dragon. I love that movie, and this was very much like that. He's just like hanging off it, but then he figures it out, and he's like, "No, I'm gonna ride this fucking dragon." <laughs> Yeah, and then there's like people watching in a window, and then he's like, Wah! and they like go through a, a flock of birds. Which, by the way, those birds have never been more more startled in their life. They're just like, hurry, 
well, we're just going to fly. Just a nice little evening flight. Okay, guys, you know, we have to be there in the morning. And the, ah, there's a dragon. David. The only thing that would have made it more carefree was if Vagar, like, opened her mouth and just, like, took in all the birds as they went. <laughs> It's like the equivalent of like, look, Mondo hands, you know, you know, that bird, Pam, the bird is going to get home to wherever she's like, you will never believe what happened. We were just flying. A dragon came and flew right between us. Oh, Pam, come on now. (laughs) So dramatic, Pam. (laughs) So dramatic. Always telling stories. You're a bird. There are no dragons. Uh, Pam's like, no one ever believes me. The Pam who cried dragon. (laughs) She's always Uh, looking for relevance in her life. So the twins see this. They see the dragon flying. And they're like, wait a second. Someone's flying our fucking dragon. So they go wake up Jace. And they're like, someone stole Vega. Get up. Let's go. And so all the kids are like, let's do it. So it's like Jace and Luke and or Lucy, as I like to call him. Jace and Lucy and Bela and Raina and Rainies and Rana and Rooney. And so they're all running towards the beach. And um. So on the beach, Ray hears the dragon, and she wakes up, and she's alone again, and she just has that look in her eye of, like, it's like her first year in West Hollywood, where she's like, well, <laughs> another one just left without even telling me their name, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but Damon's there. He's just standing yeah. on the beach. She's like, oh, well, that's a nice surprise, isn't it? Now what do I do with him? How do I do with him? <laughs> exactly. So then uh, the dragon, elsewhere, the dragon lands with, like, a thud, boom. And um, Eamon gets off, and Eamon's, like, all excited, and then the kids are there. And we're going to have, like, now it's a whole big, like, angry kid-on-kid scene, okay? But these kid-on-kid scenes are always fun. Like, I love these scenes. It's like, you stole my dragon! You're stupid! (laughs) You're stupid, too! I hate math! So then, so basically... This was so good. They're like, that was my mother's dragon! It was ours to claim! And he's like, oh, find a pig. It would suit you. Maybe your yeah. cousins can find you one. And she pushes him, and he pushes her to the ground. I was like, okay, he well, he's her. meant for this show. Yeah. Well, no, he pushes the first one, and then the other sister come and punches him, and he punches her right back, and she yeah. falls down. And he says, come at me again, and I'll feed you to my dragon. So then Jace comes up and punches him, and then little Jace, or Luce, Luke, 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 um, Luke whatever, Lucy, he they, he he comes. He tries to do something, but then Eamon punches that little kid. And it's like this little tiny kid getting just like punched in the face by this obnoxious Q-tip. And then they're all fighting. And then all the kids get him down, and they're all beating him up. You're like, yeah, kill him, kill the little boy. And well, he's uh, but, got a rock, right? So he gets a rock. A better kid, Eamon has a rock, and he's like threatening them. And he's like, do you want to die screaming in vain like your father, Lucy? And Lucy's like, my father's still alive. What are you talking about? He goes, he doesn't know does he lord strong and they're like "Ooh!" so then jace gotta love it whips a out a knife very west side story here. Him. yeah he's like guy boy dragon stealing boy so <laughs> so now there's like a snickersnee happening he's got like a knife out you know but like aemon has a rock and then um, there's like a lot of more fighting. The knife goes flying, all that kind of stuff. And at one point, I was just hoping someone would pull out paper. I know they were so close. They were so yeah. close to making so that work. Close. Yeah. But then, but then, like at one point, Eamon looks like he has the upper hand. But then Jace takes some sand and throws it in his eyes. Very resourceful. Loved that moment for Jace. And then, um, uh, and then, then Lucy out of nowhere, he because now Lucy has the knife. And he goes and he slices Eamon right in the face. And he's like, ah! 
that? And it's like blood and it's crazy. And then Sir Harold. I have a very detailed note for this section, so I just want to read it. Please. Yes. (laughs) That's my note. So then Sir Harold comes out a little late. I mean, if you hear little children screaming, um, hello. And he's like. He's still got some shaving cream on his head. He's like. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bonnet, a night bonnet. Um, Yeah. So then, uh, then he, Sir Harold like is like, Sir Prince, let me, Aegon, let me see, let me see, and he's like sees Aegon's face. He goes, "Gods be good." I mean, oh god, disgusting. I mean, Jesus. you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll totally be fine. No, you're gonna be, be great. Fine. Yeah, great. you're gonna be great. Looks We're gonna great. find you an opera to haunt. All right, <laughs> everything's gonna work Listen, out. We'll just have you hang out in day to night filters for the rest of your night, and no one will really see it. <laughs> So then it's like family meeting time. So everybody in the cast is now in the king's room, wherever he's staying. And so the king's like, how could you allow such a thing to happen, Harold? And Harold's like, they were supposed to be in bed. What am I supposed to do? Someone's got to shave my head. All right. It's not a fantastic Sam's near here. Someone's got to do it. And and so the king is like, well, he's like, well, who is on watch? And um, and then someone's like, "Well, the young prince attacked was was attacked by his own cousins, Your Grace." But wasn't it Kristen who was supposed to be on watch? Wasn't this Kristen's responsibility? Was it? I don't know. But he's yelling at all the knights, and so that's when Kristen's like, "Well, the king's god has never had to defend princes from princesses before." I was like, "Okay, aren't you the guy who murdered someone in public?" I think I think you've been shown enough grace. Uh, yeah. Stand down. Aren't Stand the, down, hair. Yeah, okay. aren't you the one who like took advantage of? you know a like the 15 year old Rhaenyra for crying out loud please so um king the king's like uh that's not an answer that's not the answer i'm looking for and then allison and we course, see the eye and it's like a base you know when i called him baseball face it's because the uh, the cut is like circular it's like a big all the way down his face and through his eye and the, they're sewing up his uh his skin they're sewing him up but like especially his eye and <laughs> allison's like It'll heal, right? And they're like, um, hi. Have you seen how people give birth? Do you think you think we're going to be able to do this? The doctor's like, well, the flesh will heal, but the eye is gone. And she goes over and slaps egg on. She's like, where were you? And he's like, Awa! What was that for? I didn't do it. Well, that was nothing compared to the abuse your brother suffered while you were drowning in your cups, you fool. And so now Corliss comes in. Corliss is like real angry dad. He's like, he's like, what is the meaning of this? Who stole my Corvette? You know? And so. Yeah, Rainey's all... just like, mm, mm. Like her bottom lip <laughs> is being sucked in. all the way to the back of her throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Ray Ray comes in. And then uh, that, then she's like, who did this? Who did this? So that's all. It's like, it's the PTA meeting practically. Every, all the angry parents yeah. are there to try to sort it out. And uh, they're yelling at each other. And it was like, he attacked me. And the kids are like, no, screw you. You suck. And then the king's like, Taylor Armstrong, enough. And everyone gets quiet. <laughs> And he's like, Amen, you tell me the truth. I don't care if you just lost an eye. You better be honest, or you'll lose the other one. And he's like, um. And Allison's like, well, what else do you need to hear? Your son is maimed, all right? And her son is to blame. He brought a knife. <laughs> I want to speak to the manager of knives, please. Because Allison is basically turning into that person. <laughs> I want to speak to the manager. She's a Karen. Yeah. So, so Your son Ray- brought a dragon. 
I think that that kind of wins. <laughs> I feel okay. like everyone is overlooking this big thing. He stole a fucking dragon. So then Ray Ray is like, what well, was an accident? And he's like, an accident? The, your your son tried to kill my son. And so then Ray Ray's like, well, it was my sons who were attacked and forced to defend themselves. And here I was in the afterglow of amazing sex with my uncle. And it gets ruined by this. And vile insults were being levied against them and you gotta love ray coming in from fucking her uncle the day like the week that his wife died yeah (laughs) and getting all high and mighty she's like rumors how could these vile insults be levied against my family and the king's like what insults and then there's (laughs) silence and ray ray's like all right let's just say it the legitimacy of my son's birth was called into question. I do not care who tells Radar Online. There, I said it. So shoot me. She's all Rhaenyra, confident now. Rhaenyra Radar Online. So then, yeah. <laughs> and Jace is like, he called us bastards. And so she's like, my sons are in line to inherit the Iron Throne. This is the highest of treasons. Prince Aemon must be sharply questioned, so we might hear why, why, where he learned such slanders. Slanders! she knows that they've heard this from their mother, right? So right. she's looking at Al like, go ahead, Allison, admit to treason. And so Allison's like, what? Do you want them formally questioned over an insult? He lost an eye. And the king's like, where did you hear it, boy? And he's like, uh, Allison's like, oh, just school. You know how people are after a carpool line. <laughs> carpool line. Probably just heard the other kids saying it. You know, I told you we need to do something about education. <laughs> so then she's like, now where is Sir Lenor? I want this. I want the boy's father. Perhaps he might have something to say. And I was like, oh yeah, where is Lenor? Is he still down at the ocean? Where are Lenor and Carl, please? So he's like, listen here, you little catches mitt face. You tell me where you heard that lie immediately. And Eamon just like kind of looks up, and he's like, uh, Egon. <laughs> And Aegon's like, me? So the king turns on Aegon now. He's like, you tell me where you heard such mostly truthful bullshit. You tell me. You tell me. (laughs) Such hard to dispute rumors. And he's like, uh, everyone knows. I mean, look at them. Have you, have you seen them? The king's like, all right, well, new topic. New topic. New topic. This interminable fight, interminable fighting, all of you, we are Family, apologize and show goodwill. Your father, your grandsire, your king demands it. Oh, my elbow fell off. Could someone get that for me, please? Thank you. Yeah, he's like, that is it. Everybody apologize. And Allison's like, um, that is insufficient. Amon is damaged permanently. Goodwill cannot be restored. And he's like, listen, if I could grow back body parts, I'd be wearing a pinky wing- ring right now. All right? I mean, what would you have me do here? And she's like, there's a debt to be paid, and I shall have one of Rhaenyra's son's eyes in return. <laughs> and he's like, uh, my dear wife, it's your son. He's your blood. And the king's like, well, to be fair, a lot of you have my blood at this point. We're a pretty incestuous bunch, okay? Yeah. So uh, he's like, don't let your temper guard your judgment. And she's like, if the queen shall not seek justice, the queen will. Sir Kristen, bring me the eye of Lucerus Valerian. He can choose which eye to keep. A privilege he did not grant my son. Damn, Alicent, really? She was really unhinged. <laughs> she she really, really went there. She becomes so awful. Yeah, and he's like, stay your hand! And they're trying to hold back Kristen, because he's going to do it. You he's going to do it. 
He's yeah, so and mad so at the Ray king Ray is like, "This is finished," and she's all pissed off. And he's like, "That's it. This is done. I am going to bed with some duct tape. I'm going to try and make that happen." <laughs> Someone told me I've read about it. Read about <laughs> it. So, and anyone whose tongue that questions the birth of Rhaenyra's sons shall have it removed. And by that, I mean I'll make out with them. They'll get whatever I've got. And good luck keeping it in the first place. Am I right? Or they'll just start looking for Laris. So then, uh, so then it's like, okay, go to, going to sleep. But then Allison grabs the knife off of the king, like the, the Valerian steel knife that has the stuff written on it. And, um, she grabs this knife and she just like loses, she goes charging and she has the knife. We saw this in the trailer actually. And she's going nuts. She's going running in and everyone's like trying to stop them. And Ray like grabs her arm because then Kristen tries to lurch forward probably to help her. But then, um, then Damon stops Kristen. There's a lot of, it just winds up being like a circle of people and the two women in the middle metaphorically battling. And the queen is like, you know, Ray Ray is like, you've gone too far. And the queen is like, well, but what have I done? But what was expected of me forever upon my kingdom for the family, the law? Will you flout your duty? Where is duty? Where is sacrifice? Where is your Virtue, you slut, married to a gay man. There, I said it, everyone. I said it. I had to say it. I had to get it out. And now you take my son's... Well, what are you on your high horse about? You married the king, okay? Yeah. She's like, but I had to Raise for my family. Kids. Like, whatever. You're the queen now. Like, no one wants to hear it, okay? Yeah. And Ray Ray's like, oh, exhausting, wasn't it? Hiding under the cloak of your own righteousness. But now they see you as you are. And Allison's like, oh, shit, I'm a crazy lady. <laughs> trying to stab my ex-friend in the face with a knife that's they're, got a lovely poem written on it. Really. They're going to be doing flashbacks this moment for many seasons to come on The Real Housewives. Real Housewives no, no, no. Now we've got a full hour reunion to bring it up again over and over. So she breaks away from Ray Ray, but she's still got the knife and she cuts her arm presumably on accident and then ray just stands there with her arm bleeding looking at her with like squinting like and i shall bleed all over the floor so (laughs) no one forgets this moment and by the way uh where was the sense of urgency from literally anyone because i saw what i saw was blood coming from her wrist i was like uh she sliced her wrist. Someone like get the get the maester in here she's gonna die i thought she was gonna die and like no one was doing anything but apparently it was Really the a bad way. Range. It was like the long way down. It's like yeah. bad, and uh, no one's like, "Oh my god, the king, the queen's gonna, or the future queen's gonna die." They're just like, "Meh." All right, well, she's bleeding too. Let's roll the clip of, let's roll the clip of this again. This this is fun. <laughs> let's roll the uh, Al going crazy clipping it. She's like, "Damn it, it's already begun." <laughs> I'll never outlive this clip for 12, 15 years. So then Eamon stands up and he's like. Do not mourn me, mother. It was a fair exchange. I may have lost an eye, but I gained a dragon. I was like, oh, well, now you say it, kid. Maybe you should have said this before your mom went crazy and tried to carve out the kid's eyeball for crying out loud. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's like, and now I look fucking cool. Are you kidding me? I've got a scar face and a dragon. Who's going to fuck with me? Like, yeah. literally this morning, you tripped me down the stairs, and you're my own mother. Okay. <laughs> That was an accident, right? <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so this is, it's just like, it's it's bad news. So then later afterwards, 
She's just standing in her room, standing by the fireplace. Another thing that people do is they're not warming themselves by the fireplace. They just sort of stand by the fireplace and stare at like the mantle as if something were happening on the mantle. And so Otto walks in. And God, like, I'd love to see you just getting a window into my life. <laughs> I found myself in the kitchen staring at a bag of pretzels. I was like, how long have I been here? I couldn't say. I don't know. When I finally came to, I was like, I've been staring at rolled gold pretzels. It could be hours. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Boy, you'd fit right in on this show. At least you had something to stare at. At least you had a bag of pretzels. She just stares at a piece of wood. So, because she does stand by that fireplace a lot. So, yeah. but she's lonely and there's no know, radio. Empty. Yeah. So she's standing there, and Otto was like, Otto, Otto comes in, her dad, by the way, and she's like, Say your piece. He's like, What piece would that be? She goes, I've conducted myself in a matter unbefitting of my station or any other station. I lost composure and I. Massage at the princess, and already the word is spreading on the shadeth room and scroll six, and I get it. People are angry at me. All true. All true, my dear. She's like, yes, 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 and now I've disgraced myself, and I've ensured my husband's favor will always rest on his daughter. And he goes, and yet I've never seen that side of you. I even doubted his existence. <laughs> As the kids would say, you go, girl, you ate that up. <laughs> I always knew you had that bitch flower inside of you and to be there when it finally bloomed. I'm so proud of you. Uh, and she's like, stop smiling. It was ugly. And he's like, well, we all play an ugly game, don't we? And God, you've got what it takes to win it. And this is the first time I've ever seen it. Go. Go, 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 go. All right. That was amazing. And so... He's like, uh, she goes, but Ray, and he's like, you see her for what she is and what the king's stubbornness has wrought. The king will forgive you. Don't worry about it. I mean, he's, he, the man can barely hold a, a hand of cards these days. All <laughs> right. Now, go to him, massage some sores, keep a grip on your passions, and I promise you, we're going to win this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to win this shit. And your piece of shit, son, Eamon, I mean, that little turd, we never thought he'd be better than a, more than a footstool am i right and he, look at him look what he did <laughs> won't he do it i mean wow that was oh, i he got a dragon he got I a dragon on our side i was yeah, trying not to laugh during that whole moment but honestly it was hilarious was it not you know that kid i've always sat him down and said this is an old show called gunsmoke and just considered drowning him in the television <laughs> and then he wins a dragon to our side <laughs> drowning him in the i television. mean <laughs> so then the maester says then we see like an extended shot of the maester suturing ray's arm and they're like here let's just watch this needle go in and poke on through the other i'm like do we have to watch this it's just can we get a bigger needle too i mean jesus christ he's like taking down a basketball hoop <laughs> just like sticking the pole through her skin. I was like, my God. I'm like, are you? I'm starting to get the sense that the only reason why they had Allison slash Ray Ray's arm was merely so that way they could have a scene to gross people out because, as far as I can tell, it has no impact on anything else. They just want to be like, we got a cool new prosthetic to make it look like it's real skin being sewn together. They're like, do it. We'll write it in somehow. Yeah. So then Lenor comes in and she sends everybody away and um, they have like the talk. And he's like, oh, my God, is everyone good? It's like, yeah, they know we're all doing fine. <laughs> yeah, going. sorry I missed it yesterday. Yeah, only like 
the biggest disaster. It, this is like when Luann didn't go on Scary Island, you know, on, on Real Housewives in New York. Like, you have to be there. You need to be there for the big scenes, Lenore. Yeah. And uh, and also, isn't that him in every scene? It's like there's a new baby. He's like, oh, well done. Look at that baby. That's adorable. Carl's must, that, that D is good. It must be real good because he's missing everything. Yeah, and she's like, he says, well, I should have been there. And she goes, those should be our house words. Am I right? <laughs> and he says, well, you know, I've been fighting these dreadful demons because I could not defend my sister. I could not defend you. Princess Peach is dead, too. There, I said it. <laughs> I said it. And she's like, oh, sit down. All right, listen, here's what happened. Eamon, that little fucker face, called our sons bastards. Oh. And he's like, oh. wow. He's like, I've... Failed you, Rhaenyra. Failed our marriage. I tried. Our boys, I do love them, but I just failed at everything. The other day, Carl said, hey, can you watch this donut for me? I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And then I looked away. And when I looked back, a bird had taken the donut. I can't even watch over a donut. Okay. But I've decided that, you know what? I'm going to turn things around. She's like, well, I, he's like, I, and I love the children. Because, well, I hope you love the children. You know, you know, the, the few times that we, laid together i was hoping things might have been different because and he's basically like he's having like gay shame right now he's like i wish i wasn't like this i wish the gods didn't make me like this yeah and she's like well listen you know i did you know i did try to have your children you know we did try it you know that was awkward i mean even with porn scroll I mean, it, was just, <laughs> it was hard and he's like the opposite am i right am i right and it's not the time for your gay humor all right go ahead continue <laughs> she's like you're honorable you're sweet You've got a good heart. That's a rare thing around here. Right? Have you watched his show? This has been released in your country. It's very depressing. <laughs> and he's like, well, I know we made an arrangement to do our duty and explore happiness, but I don't think those things can mutually exist. So Carl with the Q will return to the Stepstones, and I'm recommitting to you. That's it. It's Lenor. 2.0. And I was like, oh, <laughs> we've heard it, Lenor. Okay. Uh, and also amusingly in the middle of this when they're talking they're kind of like bonding and ray ray like laughs and i was like what is this strange facial feature that i've never seen on this show before yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's like oh my god she has teeth bizarre (laughs) she smiles and she also can laugh it's so weird so now we see so he's like i'm gonna be the best husband ever and she's like um I'm kind of believing that, which sucks because I'm fucking my uncle now. So I'll just wait till he glosses over and he goes back to fucking Carl on the television. Like, what am I supposed to say right now? So now we see uh, there's a wagon that's leaving Driftmark. Like the the one, that weird looking wagon. And so the queen is in there with, with the king. And he's the just rolls. like... <laughs> he's just like melting into the into the wagon and i know she's like remember that fight i'm sorry about that fight he's like oh shut up give me a blanket i don't even care oh my god i can't i can't even pick my nose right now yeah why did whoever's in charge up there make it that the only finger that fits in your nose your pinky it doesn't work well, that doesn't work I need a royal. I need a royal snot picker, please. Now, 
Normally, I would say we'd call that person the hand, but unfortunately, as we see, that's already a conflict. We'll call them finger, the finger. So um, anyway, so Corliss and Renice are just watching this wagon go away. And Renice is like so mad. She just hates how all of this has gone down. And then they, and now they're- Well, who now can they blame her? Yeah, of course. You just got beat. You mm-hmm. just got beat. Well, not completely yet, but- Right. So now that now the royal party goes onto their boat and with the dragons following, they're making their crossing, and the queen's just standing on the deck. And who should come over? Good old Laris. He comes, comes on, of course, comes on over. And, yeah. And um, and then, but then at the same time, it's Damon's, like right when she's trying to feel better, he's like, "Oh, what a perversion of justice! The prince defied. What an outrage! Am I right?" Hoopity 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 hoop. She's like. Yes, trying to get over it, Laris. All right, bad news, Nelly. And he's like, well, if it's an I you want, I'm your servant. I can get you an I. Hmm? He's just like, no, 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 that won't be necessary. I sort of realize, like, what do I do with an actual eyeball? It's kind of disgusting. But you know what? Your devotion has not gone unnoticed. You know what? Next time we go to Starbucks, your venti mocha, it's on me. <laughs> Thank you for giving him my drink. That's so sweet. Oh, you're and, welcome. Um, He's like, well, these are dangerous times. I was like, yeah, with you, you fucking burning everybody down. What the hell? He's like, I'll just wait for you to call my queen. Because she's like, yeah, yeah, uh, I'll call you when the time is right. And he's like, hmm, like, I'll just be not bothering you right here. (laughs) I'll get out of your way. You're still standing two feet from me. Oh, you saw me. So and um, he just beams like he's like smiling like he can't believe like he's official now you're yeah. the official henchman yeah exactly so meanwhile Damon and Ray I got confused before because there was a little bit of cross cutting here and so Damon and Ray are are standing um and Ray 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 is just she's sort of babbling you know you know what they they do this on the show every now and then they start talking about the elements in a way that's kind of annoying she's like well we have the house we're a house of fire and fire is a strange power and you know we everything we owe is owed to fire and then he's like well valerians they knew the sea as the best ally she's like well fire is a prison the sea offers an escape it's like I feel like you're trying to get get to something. Can we can we move this along? I don't really feel like talking about sea and fire anymore. You want to fuck know. again? Is that what you're trying to say? She's like, I need you, and I cannot face the greens alone, so let us bind our blood, just as Aegon the Conqueror did. With you as my husband and Prince Consort, my claim would not be so easily challenged. The Valerians are of the sea, but you and I, we're made of... Fire. Fire. It's fire, isn't it? It's fire! We're made of fire! They're not called sea pockets, am I right? (laughs) So... (laughs) No one goes home to cool down at dinner, do they? People don't say, oh, I bit into my hot pocket and all I could taste was the ocean. No, they say my mouth felt like it was on fire. There's a reason for that. Let's fuck! So he's like, well, uh, I don't know. He sits down and she's like, well, we've always been meant to burn together. We're a double wick candle. <laughs> and he's like, but we couldn't marry unless Lenor's dead. And she goes, I know. And I was like, oh, no, you two are not going to kill Me too. I was so Lenor. mad. Come on. I was like, Ray Ray is our only, the only person on the show who is like barely like someone you can root for everyone is so depraved on this show and also yeah i'm like ray ray is the closest thing that we have don't have like don't ray ray don't kill your admittedly useless closeted 
husband, please. I know, but even if she did, at least it wouldn't be gay bashing like uh, Kristen, because he like decided not. It would be like unbay gashing, gay bashing, because Lenore just promised to be less gay, and she still. I was like, still now you're gonna still kill him, and then the writers really up it because they put Damon in his hoodie, and you know what that means <laughs> when they're like, hey Damon, wear your hoodie in this scene. He's like, who do I get to murder? The murder hoodie. So then Damon yeah. goes up to Carl, Carl, and he's like, um, you know, he basically is like, like, you know, saying, I've yeah, heard of like, your talents. I've heard of them. And Carl just gets right on his knees like, Carl, get back up. <laughs> Carl, it's like, not be that, not chill. That, not that. Be chill, yeah. Carl. So Damon's like, you know, there are places across the narrow sea where it doesn't matter what a man's name is, only how much gold he possesses. And Carl's like, narrow sea, eh? So what do you want? <laughs> Tell yeah, me. He gets on his knees again. He's like, no, no, no. But you pulled out gold this time. No, 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 no. no. I'm putting it in your hand. The gold is going in your hand. <laughs> so and he's like, said, so what do you want from me? And he goes, I just want a quick death. One with witnesses. And I was like, oh my God. Now Carl is going to go like, kill Lainor? Like, what the fuck? Carl, what a, like, wow, you cheap whore. You're just like, for a little bit of gold, you're going to kill your lover? So yeah, I never trust someone who changes their name to be spelled with a Q. Yeah, never. So then while never. this is all happening, we're doing the thing they love doing on the show towards the climax where we have like the conversation happening now, but the stuff that's happening in the future. So we go back to Ray and, and Damon and she's like, well, I will not be a tyrant who rules through terror. And then he's saying like, but a tyrant, but tyrant only rules. Through he basically is like, you have to have people, people need to be afraid of you. So like, it's okay. Yes. You know? And then we see a clip of him, one of the things under the monologue, he is coming down these gorgeous stairs and he sees a guy and he just breaks his neck. I was like, what the hell? So then um, Lenore comes into his dad's hall and Carl's waiting for him and there's a servant there. And Lenore's like, what are you doing here? What are you doing in my father's hall? And Carl's like, you've always looked down on me. Well, I mean, there's really, it's like the only vantage point I really have some of the time. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Well, if you, don't, you know, I've offered to get on my knees too. I mean, we can make the sequel. So then. Uh... I've offered to let you sit. You know, unfortunately, it doesn't work when we're both standing. Right? So, uh, so then, but Ray is like. She's like, you know, she's she's conflicted about this because she's like, I, lo I actually love him, though. Like, you know, he still is great. I mean, we have so much fun making fun of, like, the bad fashions that Sue is always wearing. Sue is always trying to make that hat work. It never works. We laugh for hours on end. Like, I'm going to have a hard time killing him. And Damon's like, who else am I going to play fashion god with? <laughs> you know? And he's like, uh, so they start fighting. Lenore and Carl start sword fighting and they're really going at it and it's kind of like a bitch slap fight of sword fighting i have to say i've yeah. seen a lot of it on this show it's very like ah, i'm so mad so they're going at it and then carl in the middle of it stops and slaps him which i really liked <laughs> and i was thinking to myself carl i feel like this is not the best way to murder lanor because lanor is still like a very accomplished soldier and you're just carl so like i don't know why you think you can beat him right now but then um it cuts to um to Corliss and Rainice, like walking into the room because the servant went and got the servant left and went and got yeah. Corliss and Rainice. So they walk in, okay, and then we cut to Ray and Ray is feeling gutted because she's like, "Damn, like if we take out, you know, um, Laner, this is like Corliss and Rainice's only remaining child, you know, and and everyone's gonna whisper that I was responsible for this somehow." But Damon's like, 
but don't you kind of want that a little bit? Like, don't you want <laughs> yeah. to see what you will be, what you'll do, right? And she says yes, because then they will feel what else we might be capable of. He's like, now nah, you got it, kid. <laughs> and then we see the body being pulled out of the fire, and it's all burnt up. And Rainy starts sobbing, and um, then we see we cut to cut lips with coal like cut lips being cut and blood being put on damon's forehead and it's like some blood ceremony for a wedding i was like god you two could you give it a couple of weeks (laughs) they were like got down to business quickly and the kids are all watching so the kids are sitting there watching and they're getting married so i guess the word has gotten out that lanor's dead right and then not only are they not only do they get married but then they are like fully making out you know it's the first like passionate marriage we've seen and they are making out and I was like, and we're like cheering. Like I personally am like, yes, I'm glad they got together because now they can take down Allison. And I was like, wow, I'm like rooting for incest over Allison. So that's how bad Allison is. Like, <laughs> I love that that uncle just married his 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 niece to take her well, down. Well, Allison's going to have her two children marry each other. So, <laughs> I mean, there's where Allison stands. So then we think, okay, this ended with kind of a creepy wedding. Like they have like matching kind yeah. of hippie tie-dye robes or whatever. And the kids are like, awkward. And okay, so we think that's the end. And then we see a kid running on a beach to a small boat. And then we see that it's Lenor and he's alive and he's got a shaved head. And Carl with a Q is waiting in the boat for him. I was like, escape. I was like, oh my God, did did House the Dragon just give me like a very sweet and lovely happy ending twist? Like that's where did that come from? I was like, they're gonna go off across the narrow sea and they'll have lots of money and they'll just They'll just be, you know, they will get to have that little goat farm and and sell, you know, go antiquing, go uh, antiquing yeah. in the in the major antiquing. cities, and you know, yeah, I'm they'll so buy sweaters together and become sweater gays. Pumpkin now spice. there is a word of warning here. You did just run off with a man named Carl, spelled with a Q. Yeah, so it's not gonna work out. Mm, let's be honest. I don't. I don't. I feel like those guys. There's, don't ever work out yeah there's was a relationship that was born out of duress and now once they are both free and then they can sort of be who they are i think they're gonna have some friction and part of it's like oh my god isn't the army hot you know yeah. it's like i may not be into you but i just saw 20 other guys in the shower so let's do this while i'm hard you know so <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i think that when they go off to wherever they go now you know it, it's just it's like it's, they're going yeah. off to the hudson valley of of westeros and it's just gonna be like It'll be nice, but but yeah. there's, they're going to get bored. How was your shift at Scroll Mart? Great. Really fun. Customer service. <laughs> oh, feeling great about it. Feeling super confident. Hey, you want to go to the club? Oh, that's right. There is no club where we are anymore. Anyway, I'm glad we have each other. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of Winter Scrappening. Yes, um, another eventful and dark episode in all yeah. in all definitions of the word dark. Thanks for being here. We'll be back um, every Monday for this show and then catch all our other content on regular Watch for Crappin'. So thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.